Ah, it's Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. Today, we are talking about the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, ladies and gents. I'm actually really excited about this because, uh, yeah, we'll get into reasons. But because uh, I worked really hard, man. I worked really hard. This is my third one this weekend. You guys won't know that because they come out one a week. Uh, but you can kickstart your road to fitness by using the Hard Work Works Fitness app completely flawed transition there i don't care because uh, it's for all ability levels you got a full gym no gym zero problems what is included with that 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all nutrition guide to keep you on track during whenever <laughs> it says holiday season but whenever and all this is only ten dollars a month there's a special offer for deprogram listeners use promo code stupid and you get your first month free the Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. Hard Work Works Fitness. I love you, Coach Joe. One of these days, I'll get it right. We're talking about the Mighty Mighty Boss Sounds today. And actually, I, I got to go here. Bradley, uh, it's your first time on the show. Uh, you it put, is. Yeah, you put the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones up on the board. Talk to me about the Boss Tones. Why do you love the Boss Tones, and why did, why did they have to be your first band? I had a friend of mine... Um introduced me to the band when i was how uh, probably mid in my mid-20s or so uh maybe early 20s and it was the don't know how to party album he's like you gotta listen to this i've always been a big ska fan i've always been a big reggae fan uh even growing up as a suburban white kid in ohio um i had a great affinity for ska and reggae music and uh, once I gave it a listen, I was hooked. And then once I gave it a listen, I needed to see them live. And I think that really, there, there's no substitution for seeing a ska band live. Mm. Um, just the energy, the passion, the fun, the excitement. And, and what I love about ska is that it's, it, it sounds so cliche, but it really is just, it's such a blending of all diverse people, black, white, young, old, straight, gay, whatever. It's just, everyone's there and they're dancing and they're having fun and there's no troubles. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And it's not just the boss tones. It's, you know, I've been, I've seen fishbone. I've seen English beat plenty of ska bands. And it's just, it's just such a fun environment. Fun is the key there. And at that point we're going to bring in Randy, uh, Surprisingly enough, the Boston sat up on the wall for a good, good while. And I guess you may may have been combing through everything. You saw the Boston's and like, why is this not done yet? So, Randy. Well, <laughs> yeah, what happened was uh, I kind of got bitten by the ska bug after the Aquabats. And I'm like, well, you know what? I haven't listened to these bands in a really long time. I kind of, my ska phase was in the early 2000s, late 90s. And, and it kind of faded out for a while. And, and then I started listening to more and mostly Pearl Jam. And uh, I kind of just forgot about these bands and the Boston's were one of them, unfortunately. And um, yeah, thankfully this one was picked up almost right after I signed up. And, and I really, really, really liked going back on this one. It was a tough 20 to make, but Oh man, uh, my relationship with third wave Scott, like I, I, that was my, that was my genre back in, you know, when I was in high school, like sophomore, uh, junior, senior year, all I listened to were, were bands like the Boston's 
less than Jake, real big fish, uh, anybody under that umbrella, suicide machines, and then going into more punk stuff like no effects descendants and all those kind of bands. But uh, look, the Boston's are the first to me, they are the first of the third wave ska bands. They are the, the pioneers of adding in the punk style influence and going from what was more of that, the reggae, the Jamaican style. And then kind of second wave was, uh, an American, a British style almost. And, and they kind of, they were the first to really add kind of like the four chord and, and, and make it feel more like punk rock and add those elements to it. They opened the door for a lot of those bands that I, that I just mentioned before. And, um, you know, them along with operation Ivy, I think have so much, they are so important to just the building of of sky and, and, and not even that, but Boston's were the first band to have a a commercial record label. Everybody Mm -hmm. that, that was sky was, was on an independent label. And then they signed with mercury before, uh, for questions, the uh, question, the answers, and they blew up, you know, their, the, the appearance in clueless helped. And, uh, obviously the impression that I get was everywhere, but I like, they were, they were massive during that 90s ska boom for sure. And now, they were even doing, they were doing converse commercials even before that right. too. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know too many people probably saw them, but, uh, you know, back in their plaid and Chuck Taylor days, uh, they had their own converse ad. <laughs> I, I think about, you know, my relationship with the Boston's, uh, I'm almost 100% po- uh, positive on this now and don't hold me to it, but I, I'm pretty, pretty positive that their cover of Detroit rock city was on Beavis and Butthead. Again, don't hold me to that. I, I, I recall it, but don't hold me to that. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but possibly I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think, so I think back to my time with the Boston's was let's face it let's face it came out it was huge uh it was everywhere and i bought in and i loved it and i dropped it so fast because as as you mentioned like mainstream ska kind of dropped away like it it, it honestly became kind of a joke uh for a little <laughs> while like you, i mean am i wrong like no not at all and, and it still is kind of a joke and you know maybe not yeah it'll yeah maybe not musically like you know when you listen to the music but like the way the way people perceive it um the, the trend i think it's, right it's the the way the trend is and and people look at a band like the boston's and they see oh there's like nine guys in it and they're all wearing suits and it's kind of it's kind of a gimmick and and you know to i think the boston's are legit when it comes to that and they're you know there are so many bands that have imitated that and have done the same things and they they look stupid by doing it and they kind of you know the 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 bands are just like all right everybody hep 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 like the hep hep (laughs) bands and you know the uh, those kind of bands are just like that's what get people kind of making fun of and laughing at them it's sort of a parody of itself well any ska band worth its weight needs to have at least six members (laughs) yeah true because you You have to have a ska band with five or fewer members yeah you got to have more than one operation ivy and Uh, i mean they're they're hornless ska bands but i give them the credit (laughs) but uh, so uh, the thing here is i thought that this wasn't going to age well you know, going in and the the reality is much like, um, some, uh, 
why names are escaping me when I need them the most. How dare I? Uh, like Reverend Horton Heat. You know, like maybe this stuff isn't, you know, similar sound wise, but it's timeless. Like the, the, you can hop back into a ska band and it still plays the same now as it did then. So I was worried. I was worried about like nostalgia playing a factor. And while I still think it, it did, I I think that the music is really just just timeless. So with that said, uh, what was it like putting your your twenty together for this, Bradley? Um, well, I think that um, I think that my Boston's taste probably skews uh, a little bit older, um, as I have a feeling I am by far the oldest of the three members here. <laughs> but um, it was it was fun I'm putting it together because I, you know, I. I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, so it was nice to revisit and think it's like, Oh yeah. I remember when I heard them play this live, that was, a, that was such a great song. And, and it was, and I go back to um, like devil's night out and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I forgot this song was on that album. And <laughs> it was, it was a fun nostalgic trip for sure. And uh, Randy, I mean, you were pretty active in the chat with, with, as you were going through your list. So how painful was this for you? Well, I made it more painful for myself because, again, Bradley, you mentioned the live aspect. And, you know, I spend my time doing nothing but focusing on live shows for my podcast. And which is called back, Live on I, Four I, Legs, I, by the way. Sure. If you want to plug it, if you like Pearl Jam, then you can listen to that <laughs> for sure. Um, but I look, I watch a couple of live shows for Pearl Jam every week and I don't get that bug of, Hey, we've been in quarantine. We've been in a pandemic for, for a long time. And it, it just feels kind of natural to just watch these things. But I went back and I watched some of the hometown throwdown uh, shows that they've done the last couple of years, the Boston's. Yeah. And I looked and I looked at the people reacting and how intimate it was. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't miss arena shows. I miss this. Exactly. This is amazing. And there was a show that I watched at the Boston's that was, I think, in Manhattan in a park somewhere. And they were just letting kids on the stage dancing with them. I'm like, that's that's amazing. And I give look, Dickie Barrett is one of my favorite people in the world. I have to tell this story because when I was this was 2003, right before they went on hiatus and a friend of mine and I we're doing our first ever radio show for his high school radio station. And it was a tape thing. And, you know, we were kind of, we didn't really know what we were doing, but the, there was going to be a lot of ska being played. So we went to a show. It was, I, this is a pretty, this is a pretty packed ska show. Boston's were, were closing and opening up for them was catch 22, the pie tasters and Buddha glow skulls. That's a pretty packed show. And I remember, I mean, it was sold out and there were so many people there, but we were waiting online to get in and we see Dickie Barrett just walking around smoking a cigarette and we're like, holy shit. We, so the whole idea that, you know, maybe we would run into one of these guys, we'd have a tape recorder on us and we would, you know, do an interview with them or we'd, you know, record some of the show and, and play it on, uh, on the radio show. So we were probably like 16 at the time. We went up to Dickie Barrett. We're like, hey, uh, do you have a couple minutes? Can can we interview you? He's like, uh, sorry, kid. You know, uh, now's not a good time. But look, you, you want me to give you a radio ID tag or something? 
I had no idea what the fuck a radio ID <laughs> tag was. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever you want to do. I, I hit record. He's like, this is Dickie Barrett from the Mighty Mighty Boston's. You're listening to 98.6 WFBC, whatever it was. And, like, and our eyes just lit up. And we were like, that was the coolest thing that we've ever seen in my entire life. I like since that moment I've adored the man and he's like, you know, he's a great, great dude. And uh, you know, people might look at the Boston's and think, Oh, that they kind of come off as a little bit like toxic masculine in no way. They're, they're awesome. Awesome. Good dude. So um, as far as, you know, going back to the live show stuff, I, uh, I went back and I, I watched those videos. It made it tougher because Boston's are such presence on that stage and watching the eight of them just perform and and do their thing and then the dancer that they have the boston dancer uh like you really have to witness them in order to appreciate a lot of their stuff and that made that it solidified a lot of my choices that i originally made but it also made a couple of choices a lot more difficult and uh got me where i am here so i'm actually kind of glad that i did that because uh you know, although, yeah, we're basing this off of Spotify and what we used uh, for for our playlist, but um, you kind of you kind of do need an extra element sometimes. So I don't know if you agree with that, Justin. <laughs> I mean, it, it helps. I think I, th- I think it helps you tie yourself to a song a little bit more, especially with something like the Boston's, because, you know, I, I hate using the terms. They all kind of sound the same. Because that isn't, while that isn't one hundred percent true, I don't think it's as derogatory as it sounds. If if you know your sound, stick to it. If you do it well, stick to it. And you know, I mentioned Reverend Horton Heat. Like his discography is eleven albums of songs that all sound the same. They're all great. Um, the the Boston's I I feel kind of similar to. It's like you know, while there are different versions of the songs, they're all in the same vein and. Uh, Bradley kept kept pointing out fun. Oh my God, fun. So for me, what I did is I started listening to Devil's Night Out and it, it didn't rope me initially. I got like two or three songs in. And I was like, you know what? I know, let's face it, that I already know that one's going to be a problem for me. Let's go listen to it and let, let's see how it plays out. And holy hell, it holds up. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, this, this is a problem. I think all but two songs, I could honestly... When we get to it, I could honestly make a case for just about every song on that record. And I don't mean that from a nostalgia standpoint. I mean that from a legitimate standpoint. The Because I tried to set my, separate myself from nostalgia and are these just good Boston songs. I think they're one and the same with that album specifically. I yeah. fully agree with you. Yep. Um, so, you know, eh, you and that's know. how I feel about Don't Know How to Party. I could have, I, I could have every song on that album on there with ease. There's like, yeah, there's like three in the middle there that, that for me was like, this is peak, you know, everything else is kind of like, this is good where they started. This is good. This is where they were. We, we took the first eight albums, I believe like there was 10, seven, seven. So we, we, we lost like two records, but we, we get to me, 
it's better that we kept it to seven than bring in nine and make this even harder than it needs to be. Yeah. I think it was more that I think they've put out four since they came back. Yeah. They, they had a hiatus between 2004 and 2007. And I think since 2007, they put out four different records and then they, they just put, as we were researching for this, they put out a song in the middle of all this. And I just found out about it today. It's called the final parade. And it's an eight minute long, like ode to ska music. And it has like everybody that's ever been involved in ska before from, <laughs> you know, Bucket from the Toasters to Roger and, and Chris from Less Than Jake to uh, MC Back Commander from the Aquabats and like everybody from every band, uh, Tim Arm- Armstrong. I mean, he, he produced the damn song. So of course he's going to be in it. Uh, he's going to sing like this. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, like there's, I mean, it's it's amazing. If you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. Especially if this you isn't are, a goodbye uh, song, is it? Does it have I, the feel of a retirement goodbye song? I don't know. It, it was more of kind of like a coming together of of ska and like maybe an ushering in of a new era. Because I've I read somewhere that they they questioned whether or not this was the beginning of the fourth wave of ska because there are a lot of acts that were involved in the song that people don't really know so it could be kind of a passing of the torch i i'm not okay. sure there's an alternative station here 96x that plays the song i think it's called kerosene that is very it it's it's a newer wave of ska like it's it's yeah so maybe i mean you know that so far that's the only one i've heard but like so maybe all right i read about that one so i know what you're talking about i mean it's not great but i don't hate it either you know what i mean it's it's like it's ska adjacent it's close enough to to what i know of ska to go okay i can appreciate it i you know i i don't hate it not great but i don't hate it (laughs) quite the (laughs) right yes sounds like mustard plug (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh, now we're going to do a little, uh, a little thing called the final say. So based on the conversation we just had, uh, Bradley, how many, how many do you think we will get through unanimously? Uh, um, I'm going to say, see, it's tough because I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be the one that kind of, excuse it off because um I'm a, I'm a little older but i'm gonna say at least 10 i i, I think that i think for sure we'll get at least 10 unanimous so you think there's going to be 10 that all three of us have just to clarify i think i think so okay. you are a newcomer to the game my friend yes clearly i know it's I okay know. okay fair enough it's okay this is my first go around <laughs> it's okay no worries uh because just I will. I will give you one last chance to to change that if you like, because what you're saying is because we're trying to come up with a top ten. So if if we get ten through, that means that's our list. Okay, that's never been done before. It's never so been you're done before. Saying that I might have skewed a little. High. I might have gone a little high. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, okay. Five. Okay. I don't know. I'm excited to find out. Okay. Five is fair. Five is fair. Uh, okay. Randy, 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 what are you thinking? All right. I'm going to go a little lower because Bradley mentioned an album that he really liked, and I think you mentioned it too. 
Um, and I don't have much from that album. So I'm going to say three. Three. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to split the difference. Four. Four is kind of what I feel is right. I honestly wanted to say two because uh, I feel like there's enough music here where we're going to all kind of be in different corners of the discography, I feel like. So we'll see. But with that being said, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. Uh, the three of us have plucked out 20 songs from the Boston's discography that we are now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 circuit for you in case you have never given the mighty, mighty Boston's a chance, which you're wrong. Um, I feel like I have to start here. Like, um, going back and listening to it, uh, the message is on point. Um, it's a great tune. It sounds exactly like the Boston's you would hope they would be. I'm going to go with let's face it. I got it. How about you, Bradley? Let's face it. We lose him. You still there, Bradley? Yes. Uh, could you repeat? Sorry. That's okay. Um, let's face it. I had a family uh, thing. Sorry. That's, oh, that's okay. Uh, let's face it. The song. Uh, um, yes. All right. There's one. That's unanimous. Unanimous. All right. All right. So let's let it get its time in the sun. Um, let me scroll down to where it is. There's a lot on that record, but this one I couldn't ignore because it starts right off right where you want the Boston's to be horns right out front. Horn. It's always a plus. Yep. That line right there. (laughs) Yes. And I, I like the message. Yeah, the song too. Absolutely, and, and they were they wrote this in '97. Yeah, all about the hey. Yeah, the the fact that 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 it's and again it goes back to what I said that this this is what God is supposed to be. The the fact that uh, it's still relevant, like it's still a statement, <laughs> is is insane to me, but that's all the more reason to love it so all right let's face it is in let's get it a little time in the sun god that horn line all right bradley you're up all right um i'm going to go with my favorite boston song of all time which is devil's night out Mm. I did not pick that. Okay, I. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Showing my age here, but that's okay. All right. Well, and here's something I it's, I... it's got it's it's got the it's just it's punk and it's ska and it's just kind of metal it starts, too. It kind of starts slow and then it gets intense. And, uh, it, it's just a, a great a great live song. See, and that's the that's the angle I don't have. I haven't seen any live Boston's. I haven't been to a lot of Boston show. So let it get some time in the sun here. All right. A little. Okay. All right. Randy. 
Uh, one of the themes with the Boston's that I like and just makes everything loose and a lot of fun is just drinking. Everything's <laughs> about beer. Everything's about having a good time. They're from Boston. Of course it is. Uh, I'll drink to that. Uh, no. I'll drink to that is on my list. Awesome. I, 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 that's a, a, that is a great song. All right. So we got two. Bradley and Randy. So it stays around in the conversation. All right. Uh, this was the other song I considered leading off with. Um, and I understand if you don't have it, because it is at least sound-wise similar. Uh, but I, I can't ignore this one. Noise Brigade. That was number 20 on my list. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Noise Brigade did not make my list. Okay. It's in the combo. It's number 20. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't. It's nope. Okay. I took it because uh, I, I just had to go best song available for the last one. Mm-hmm. And it gave me six off of Let's Face It. And I felt <laughs> kind of bad because I really, really like Jackknife to a Swan. And I only picked three off of it. Yeah. And. That's just sometimes how the cards fall. That's right. Well, and the boss tones, I honestly, I've, I've said this a lot lately. I honestly feel like representation doesn't matter here. I'd like, sure. I'd like to represent as much as possible, but I honestly think that their discography sound can go wherever. Like we can, we can pluck from whatever we need to pluck from. So agree. fully agree. All right, Bradley. Um, I, my next is a hell of a hat. Uh, yeah, I got it. It is unanimous, my friends. Oh, look at that. Number 10 on my list. Let's see. There's a very thirties, forties vibe to it. Kind of more big band than ska. Yeah, it is. And it took, uh, it wasn't one of my instant favorites as soon as I heard it, but uh, it definitely uh, it definitely grew on me a lot more. And I'm like, it's uh, you know, it's a I like the anti-gun message, and uh, it's just a nice, as I said, it's just a nice, good song to hear live. And just for the record, that was number six on my list. Very nice. So it's it's it was up there for me too. Let's get a little moment in the sun here for hell of a hat. Randy? I picked I'll drink to that. How about another drinking song? Nope. Uh, no. All right. Sorry. Sorry. To the trash. Hey, we like to call it not listed around these parts. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. We're not doing championship edition. <laughs> Uh, let me find it on the list so it can get its time in the fun. I think I've gone too far. Nope. Again, that album I could have made a case for just about everything, so. Yeah. Sounded so different, that's why I picked it. Ultimately, I think that's why I ended up uh, dumping it.
always makes me feel. This is why I started doing this is number one, a little dig at the person who missed, but also the rest of the panelists make them feel bad for not choosing the song. <laughs> so there we go. Another drinking song. All right. Back to me. Huh? Um, hmm. I'm, they're really good at title tracks. I'm going to, I'm going to go for another one here. Don't know how to party. Uh, absolutely on my list. Hey, sorry guys. Okay. Okay. It's yeah, good too. It was, it was in the top 30, but it just missed. All right. Bradley. Uh, uh, I will stay with that album and I will do someday. I suppose. Yes. That's absolutely. Hey, all right. So nobody get any more unanimous songs, right? <laughs> uh, let me find it on here so we can get it. There we go. Takes a second to go, but it's golly. It does, it does. I like that this is, to me, this is a nice bridge between the old and new. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Also, that was one of the two songs played in Clueless. Oh. That's true. That is true. And since we're there, I'll pick the other one. How about Where'd You Go? Yeah, I got it. Yep. Hey. <laughs> well, we're we're right on our way to 10. Yeah, I know, right? I'm starting to feel bad think for talking positive. about ten. I think positive. Well, that's what I said during the Aquabats episode. We only got three, so <laughs> now I'm a little, a little weary on it. But hey, <laughs> four, four out of out of nine so far. That's really good. And not much has gone into the not listed either. Again, this takes a second, but well worth the wait. Uh. All right. Right at four. All right. Um, well, where do I go? Let me go to some newer stuff. How about So Sad to Say? Nope, sorry. Okay. All right. Off on my own. Sometimes that happens to you. That's off pay attention? Yep. Okay. You got not, not much off that album for me. I feel like uh, that it is the end of their, like, I don't want to say perfection, but like like the the pocket for them. That's I think they're that's their last album that they were on Mercury, and then when, once they joined Side One Dummy, they was Jackknife, and that kind of took it to a different level, and it kind of set them up. I like 
Okay, well, you know, we'll get into those as we get to them, but... Oh, come on, computer. Do what you're supposed to do. Alright, so, so sad to say it was just me. Let's let it have a second. Alright, Bradley? see how about um let's see oh i hope i never lose my wallet mm, nope no okay i didn't take a lot from that album <laughs> uh, so many songs to screw to let it get its time here Bradley on his own there. There you have it. All right, Randy. Thank you. The other things I like about the Boston's is that I mentioned before the suits and uh, they kind of have like an imposing presence but it's it's there's warmth to it and i kind of see them as like a very friendly mob and some of their songs have some they you know because they're boston people that they kind of talk about the mob and they talk about the mafia a little bit and ones that that's all always stuck with me in that aspect is uh uh mr moran from uh jackknife to a swan god no no really oh Oh, that sounds like you really wanted it too. Yeah. I had that till like 22, if I had to guess. Uh, Oh, I thought I was alone. Yeah. I thought I was going to be alone on that one. All right. Let's that last, the, the last two, uh, I really enjoyed a lot for the record. I just, I didn't, I didn't pluck a lot from them. Ultimately. This one was definitely. I loved this open. Oh, it's so good. This definitely makes me feel like a Mr. Moron. Oh! <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right. Um, back to me, huh? Um, one, two, four. How about standoff? I do not have that. That's a no. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to try a little harder to find you guys. <laughs> you did good in the first round. I know, right? <laughs> uh... I wish Spotify was easier to navigate for this. Ah, that horn. All right, Bradley? Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with, uh, it's a, an obscure Boston song, but I'm going to go with Illegal Left. Ooh, that was 
that was on a late cut. That was very close. Uh, didn't make it. Okay, but you've heard of it, so at least I'll take credit for that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I love that album. I think that is next to Let's Face It. All right, let's get a little time in the sun. Yeah, I didn't have it either. Listeners, I'll have you Love notice that one. that we yep. aren't. None of these songs are wrong. Like you, you can hear that, right? <laughs> none of these songs are wrong. No, of course not. Very clearly not. All right. Uh, well, right. maybe maybe one or two. But <laughs> nobody bats a thousand. Yeah. All right, True. Randy. Let's go back to let's face it. I think it's been a little bit since we've taken a song from there, and I got a lot here. Um, hoping hoping to get all three. Let's go, Rascal King. Oh, uh, Rascal King is a yes for me. Okay, good. And also, that's one that uh, the listeners suggested as well. I love Rascal so it's King. Only two. Yeah, yeah. I love the Rascal King. I just i I didn't keep it. That's classic me you can't have a boston show like open the first three or four songs like you have to have that in in the set it's perfect for it i think i think part of rascal king for me is one of those songs if i had to guess i cut for nostalgia purposes i remember it being on the radio obviously not as much as impression i get uh but it it got some decent radio play and i think i let that kind of cloud my nostalgia and being unable to separate it from just being a really good song so uh how about i go here up to the a's awfully quiet no uh awfully quiet is on my list yes hey all right got two all right bradley uh i will go with he's back late cut yeah I don't that was that like a cut this morning <laughs> damn that yeah. hurts all right let's find it on here i think i cut it for i'll drink to that i think this goes the other way maybe not oh. there it is let it give its time in the sun Right, Randy. Uh, illegal left. You said was kind of one of the more obscure ones. Off, don't know how to party. How about almost anything goes? From your head down to your toes, it's on my list. Uh, nice. I don't have it, but it's in the combo. One, one. Let's see. Let's see where we're at here. Officially out of NTP as well. All right. Um. Back to me, huh? Um, where do I go? <clears throat> I had this one way up high, and I I keep scrolling over it. So let's find out. <laughs> it can't hurt. No. 
Good song, but no. Okay. Off on my own here. Sometimes it happens. I just love how it it doesn't wait. All right, Bradley? Um, Although I've not been to Boston since I was six, and I don't even remember that, I found the song They Came to Boston amusing, and I've added that to my list. I do not have that one. No, I don't have it either. Fair enough. That's more noises, disturbances? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that that was another tough one where I thought that the three or four middle albums were so much better, and I only took two off of that. Yeah. Okay. They came to Boston. All right. Randy? All right. I might play it. I'm going to play the number one on my list. It's, it's off the newer, newest album that we've, uh, that we've added to this list. And I don't feel very confident, but, I'm really hoping it at least goes into the conversation because it should go far. Everybody's better. Mm. Nope. Nope. Sorry. That hurts. I, <laughs> I have to be honest though. I don't really know the song. So, well, it's so good. Play it and everybody be disappointed at what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly really had a hard time with, with, this record because in a vacuum they all belong you know what I mean like yeah but when you look at everything it's like how do I include four from this when let's face it exists (laughs) yeah that's why I erased more songs from more noises disturbances the thing that everybody's better is like feels like second wave ska it's and they don't have a lot of songs that are definitively the earlier wave. That's a fair assessment. Uh, right, back to me. And huh? it's so catchy. You you wait until the end. You should have played the end on that because the end where they're just they just sing and let it hold out is so good. It really is. I, that's that's my favorite Boston song. From here. Um, are you guys regretting your decision (laughs) no i never do i never regret all right Uh, maybe top 30 maybe top 30 (laughs) uh how about kinder words yes i have that kinder words is a yes oh all right halfway there whoa whoa I can't not do that. I wish I could not do that. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I just got it. That puts us at five, gents. And we officially have a conversation on our hands. Let's let it get a minute.
I'm surprised. I mean, now that I listen to it, I'm surprised I got let this one in. I think over- yeah, it's a slow burn. Yeah, I, I've noticed a lot of track. my favorites start slow and build. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that as I hear them again. Well, you listen to how good someday I suppose is, and that's just kind of a trend that that they have, I suppose. Yeah. But that right there is what put it over the top for me. That that switch. All right, kind of words is in. All right, Bradley. Um, I'm trying to think. What have I not said? Um, have have we said the impression that I get? We have not. Okay, because it's on my list. Honestly, that was a lot harder cut than than I thought it was going to be. I thought that was going to be an easy cut. Uh, I, I thought so too, but then when I started to make the list, I'm like, well, it really is a, a good song. I, I, I enjoy it. I played strategy and let's be with honest, this. Without that song, they, it, you know, it, it definitely uh, was the most important song of their, yeah, of their career, no doubt. One hundred percent. And I played strategy with this, thinking that there was a possibility that two of you can take it, and. I didn't want it to be in unanimously because I think there was an argument for songs that are just as good that deserve to be, you know, talked about and deserve to be in the top 10. So it was more strategical that I didn't take it, but it was, I put it at number 21 because it does deserve recognition and it is a great song after all these years. I never gotten tired of it. Well, it was in my it was in my fifteen to twenty range, um, but I, I just felt the list would be incomplete without it. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I, I yeah. think ultimately, for me, it's hard to separate the radio play it got. It still receives. It's it's the only Boston's song that's still around, really. Like at, at yeah, least on mainstream much. radio, um, and uh, separating it from nostalgia. I think it is again. I thought for sure this is an easy cut as I was going through and I was it made it probably into my top 30 and then I was like okay I got to shed some stuff how about impression that I get so get a minute it is absolutely a great Boston song all right it's a great song in general yep Randy Should I just say fuck it and go number two on my list? <laughs> if you feel like hurting yourself. Have yeah. two events for Num- Yeah, number number one really hurt. Um, I wonder if I tipped you off to this, Justin, because last week in Let's Playlist, I, I played the song. And I wonder if that got in your head. Maybe, maybe he'd put it on his list. What did we do? From Let's Face It, 128. No. Oh. Nope. Shoot. <laughs> See, I'm not as upset now because, uh, like, that happened at number one, so I kind of, okay, it can happen at number two, too. Oh, God. This is this, this is the one song that I completely forgot about for 15 years, yeah. and then that beginning, when I played it for the first time, I'm like, oh, God, something's ringing here. Something's ringing. And I kept listening to the song, and then they go into the one, two, what's in this, two, three, yeah. four, no one's really, and I'm like, Oh, now I remember this song because there, there's sort of a story behind it. Not really, but like whenever my friends and I would be in the car, 
just listening to whatever and the song would come on uh we would change that last part to this duct tape or like just ran this this stuff stinks or whatever it was <laughs> we we'd change the line every single time so uh yeah i i think i i i couldn't let go of nostalgia for that and uh yeah i still think it's a great song I agree. I think ultimately what did it in for me was, again, being being unable to separate nostalgia. To me, when I was listening to it, I was like, I think I only like this for nostalgic purposes. So, all right, I'm going to I'm going to do one that that's going to hurt me since everybody else has put themselves out there. I think this is arguably my favorite Boston song. Um, And, you know, which I guess I don't know if that's saying much because. I pretty much only knew Let's Face It going in. So I'm staying on Let's Face It. I'm going to go break so easily. Oh. Nope. Yeah, I thought it's so. a no. It's amazing we took so many songs from that album and, and they're going into the trash. Yeah. Here, look. I love this, the way it opens. Because you talk about, like, songs that sound different. Like, th- that was the one I took because it sounds different. Again, this was one I thought for sure was going to get in. I mean, it obviously did, ultimately. But, like, I was having a hard time separating myself from nostalgia, and nostalgia went out here. Break so easily. I want to get to that. This. Oh. and then uh the second verse but it's out so that's okay all right bradley um i'm looking at my list here have we mentioned kinder words yes yes we did okay uh we mentioned awfully quiet yes yes okay Jeez. sorry i'm old I forget that stuff. Um, Holy Smoke is on my list, and I'm sure that will not make it, but... Didn't make mine, though. No, fair enough. It was 21. I cut it right before we started recording. I'm surprised. I I was almost going to call the audible, um, but it it was my flex one. That I, I ended up just cutting this morning. I thought I was going to be alone on it. So let's get it, let it, so we can hear why. I think, again, the slow burn kind of yeah, worked it, against it. Definitely noticing a theme with my choices. <laughs> That one I didn't let nostalgia hit me. And then it just ramps up like yep. to a thousand. Yep. Blam. This almost saved it. It doesn't get played much live, I don't think. All right, Randy? 
Well, I'm not going to play any more of uh, Let's Face It because it's quickly becoming the 10 of this, know, right? <laughs> of this group. If you remember the championship edition and yeah. how nobody wanted to play Even Flow because it didn't make it, or Jeremy, because they didn't make it. Those two songs, which you probably know. Um, oh, boy. Uh, how about Old School Off the Bright? Uh, nope. Don't have it. <laughs> the disgust a wee bit all right let me find it on the list here uh where is it hmm jackknife like middle jackknife. Uh, there it is. It definitely made my first pass. Play itself right off of the list. Alright, back to me, huh? Um how about um over the eggshells. No. Don't have it. Okay. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. We'll do like uh another round after this one and then we'll just dump out. I think we're about to that point. I got six left. Yeah, I think that's about where I'm at. Uh, I think I have four or five. Yeah. All right. Get a little bit of taste of it over the eggshell. Did I scroll past it? Oh, there it is. All right. Bradley? Uh, I will go with, uh, how I was, how I am. Yeah, I got it. I don't. Gets two. It gets to stick around. All right. Justin. I gotta remember how to spell it. And Bradley. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I just wrote how I was. That's all. <laughs> all right. Randy? <sighs> Should I just go for the highest? I, I This is the only one left in my top 10, and this kind of shot up the list after a couple more listens to it, and I realized how much I really, really, really love this song. Uh, the piano intro, it just, I mean, it's such a full song, and it, it is a little bit different, but, like, you know, it still has a Boston vibe to it. How about Toxic Toast? Mm, no. No, that was a that was a a tougher cut for me. Um, but yeah, ultimately didn't probably in the twenty to twenty five range. All right, let's see. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four four of my top ten songs got got trashed. Oof. Hey, my number one song didn't make it. So yeah, number one you know. and number two for me. <laughs> And that's you know that's just how the game goes sometimes yeah yep, plenty sometimes. of times let's get a little sunshine for that one 
And then this will be our last round, and then we'll just dump out whatever we got left. Well, as you could tell, like, the slower burn intros, like, not that I didn't have any, but I was very selective with them. All right. Um, I'll go with my my number 10 song here. Again, they're great at uh, uh, title tracks. A Jackknife to a Swan. That was considered to be in the flex spot to get another from that album in, and, and it just didn't make it. All right. Yeah, good song, but no. Okay. Ultimately, no. All right. Let's get down to that record. All right. Bradley? Uh, I'm going to go with Dr. D. Oh, mother of... No. No. You can tell which ones I mold over. <laughs> you can tell which ones I mold over. Dr. D was super, super late cut. Uh, let me find it. There it is. God, I love that. Oh, I feel so bad right now. <laughs> oh. This right. one started with so much promise, and then, like, even though we got five unanimous, there's so many good songs that didn't even make the conversation. On right? Yeah, I, re yeah. I, I realized I was definitely a rookie saying 10. <laughs> it happens. You never know. Uh, all right, Randy? I got one, two, three, four, five left. Um, uh, if I want to hit on something, maybe I'll just use this one to hit on. And this is, I kind of put it in by default because it's a really, really, really catchy song. But I sort of hate the rhyming aspect of it because it, it kind of gets a little... I don't know. It gets a little obnoxious at times, but I really think the song is catchy as all hell. Royal Oil. Oh, no. Also uh, I did, it did make my list. Yes. Oh, okay. It was, uh, I, I hear you. It, it was, I, I struggled with that one, but ultimately, um, yeah, I tossed, I tossed it in there. It's, near it's a fun song. It yeah, is for sure. But for me, like, uh, between nostalgia and radio play like it just i i i with that album i had a, a really really tough time you know discerning between the two so all right so we're back to me all right i'm gonna dump out here uh my last four the bartender song nope nope all right and next never mind me no nope Okay. This is about right. You would expect from the last four. Um, ch -ch -ch. Oh, apparently I had five. The Skeleton Song? I considered that, but didn't make it. 
Yeah, I didn't make mine either. All right. Um, where you come from? No. No. And last but not least, chasing the sun away. That was tough to cut. That was tough to cut. And I cut it because it just felt a little too simple for them. And Fair it was enough. just kind of blah. I, I think I remember my initial stages of listening to that song and I liked it a lot at first. And I'm just like, you know what? Every, everybody's better is, is the other different sounding track on this album and is just blows that one away. So yeah, I, it, it didn't make it, but nor mine. Okay. Respect. All right. You, you want to dump <laughs> out whatever you... my chest. <laughs> I'm pounding my chest for you now. All right. You want to dump out whatever you got left? Brad Bradley. Sure. Uh, I think I only think I only have three left. Um, if my count is correct, uh, do something crazy. No, I'll drink to that. Uh, and... That was picked. Yeah. Oh, that was picked. Yeah. Okay. As I thought so, but I wasn't sure. And uh, he's back. You already played that one too. Yep. Yeah, that one earlier. Boss tones. Really? Yep. All right. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. All right, Randy, you want to dump out? So all these four. Okay, Tin Soldiers. All things oh, considered. Tin Soldiers was twenty-one. Yeah, that whole that stretch on "Don't Know How to Party" between illegal left Tin Soldiers and almost anything goes is really, really very strong. And uh, I, I said to myself, only two of the three. <laughs> I almost didn't make it listening for. The first time I listened to that album, I almost didn't make it to 737 and uh, whatever the second the last song is because I kept replaying those like four songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. Okay, so Tin Soldiers, All Things Considered, Our Only Weapon, and a little bit ugly now. <laughs> Choice. All right. So, I mean, all things considered, uh, pun intended, uh, we did well. <laughs> we did well. We got five through unanimously, which means yes. Bradley is our winner. Uh, hell of a hat, kinder words, let's face it, someday, I suppose, and where'd you go? Already off to a good start uh, with those five. To be fair, my initial guess was 10, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we talked you down. Um we have uh, eight through in the conversation that we need to trim down to five. So that's not too bad either. All right. So we we've, can do that. we've got almost anything goes awfully quiet. Don't know how to party. How I was, how I am. I'll drink to that noise brigade, Royal oil and the rascal King. All right. Uh, I'll go to you first, Randy, actually. Uh, is there anything there that's like, man, I gotta have that. Rascal King has to be in. Okay. I'm with it. Like I said, I kind of didn't put that in for nostalgia reasons, but I think it absolutely belongs. So let's grab Rascal King. And now I'm going to go the opposite way with you, Brad. Bradley, sorry. <laughs> he's, sorry. he's angry over there. <laughs> um, of, the, of the seven remaining, almost anything goes awfully quiet, don't know how to party, how I was, how I am, I'll drink to that, Noise Brigade, Royal Oil. Which one do you think doesn't belong? Which one's out? 
Um, you know, even though it was on my list, um, it was towards the bottom. I, I, if you dumped how I was, how I am, I, I'd be okay with that. All right. Um, I, I debated that one and it made my list, but it's not, uh, yeah, it's just not a song I'm dying to hear every time I want to hear the boss tones. Yeah, we yeah, could, I'm, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. That was that made a first cut, but nothing after. All right, so we're at six, and we've got we got six remaining. So I'm going to ask you the same thing, Randy. Uh, almost anything goes. Awfully quiet. Don't know how to party. I'll drink to that. Noise Brigade. Royal Royal Oil. Which one goes? I'd have to say because it's the only one that wasn't in my top thirty. Awfully quiet. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, God, I want to bring back songs from the trash so bad. <laughs> I, I really do. I want to, I want everybody's better to be on this list. And there's nothing from that album that's in the conversation. Like it's mostly don't know how to party stuff. Yeah. Don't know how to party. We got one through already and we got two left. All right. Yeah, a couple, couple, uh, let's face it. Yeah. So we got. Honestly, well, we've got six. We got five left. So th- this is it. Because uh, this last cut gives us the the thing, and this is what we played for. So Bradley, the cut is yours. Almost anything oh goes. Don't know how to party. I'll drink to that. Noise Brigade. Royal Oil. Uh, whatever you cut, we cannot debate. Oh jeez. Oh man, that's a lot of pressure. Um, I'm not going to make any friends here, but I'm going to cut Noise Brigade. Oh, okay. Ooh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm old. What can I tell you? <laughs> All right. Noise Brigade hits the cutting room I, I floor. Love, I love the Don't Know How to Party album. I just, it's one of my favorites. All right. Royal Oil. Let's put that one in. Uh, let's see. Almost anything goes. Almost anything goes. In. Don't know how to party, and I'll drink to that. Don't know how to party, and I'll drink to that. Two. And. I'll drink to that. All right. We've got our ten. Almost anything goes. Don't know how to party. Hell of a hat. I'll drink to that. Kinder words. Let's face it. Royal oil. Someday, I suppose. The Rascal King. And where'd you go? All right. So let's put a little bit more pressure on. Bradley, of those 10, which one is the one you would give to somebody to say, hey, this is the Mighty Buddy Boss Tones? Um, man. Jeez. Um, I would, I would give them someday, I suppose. I think that's a great first song to get somebody interested in the Boston's happy song. Uh, um, you just gotta be smiling after hearing that. All right. Uh, what do you think? The lyrics are silly. It's just. I think it's a great song. What do you think, Randy, of those 10? Went in the car with my wife yesterday. 
and I gave her four or five songs to listen to. And of those songs, we had Everybody's Better, Where'd You Go, Someday I Suppose, Toxic Toast, and Rascal King. She came out of that, and she's not a ska fan or a Boston's fan. The only song that, that she knew was uh, Impression That I Get. The only song out of all of that that she even remotely enjoyed was Someday I Suppose. Oh, okay. All right. And I think I was leaning, I was leaning towards that. I, everybody's better should be on this list, but I I can't, you know, you you can't go back and change time right now, but uh, yeah, that's the song. That's the song from this for sure. And I know that people know it, uh, but it's not their number one in their catalog. So you you feel a little better about making it their, you know, the number one with the bullet. But it's also what they sound like, you know? I Sure. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, agree. I would have said this or the other one that was really high on my list was Let's Face It. But I'm... That would have been a good one. I, I think... I, mean, I think it, it just opens with the horns. I, I just love it. Yeah. All right. Someday, I suppose, is our number one with a bullet. Almost anything goes. Don't know how to party. Hell of a hat. I'll drink to that. Kinder words. Let's face it. Royal oil. The rascal king. And where'd you go? Round out our top ten. We have done it, gentlemen. We have done it. (laughs) We have arrived. We have arrived, and you can arrive too. Patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. Would love to have you aboard. It only costs a dollar a month. So, you know, I don't know. Lose, Lose the Starbucks or... Or shift shift a couple coins out of your or out of your uh, couch. I don't know. Does anybody have coins in the couch anymore? Probably not. Regardless, a dollar should not be that hard to come by, and you can pledge it to me at patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. And it's not like you're just giving me a dollar a month. What you're really doing is getting a ton of content for a dollar. You get this show deprogrammed before the rest of the world. You get gear freaks before the rest of the world. You get a daily Oh Hi Justin pod. And those are just the ones that I felt like promoting right here, right now. Just saying there's plenty of stuff happening. Patreon.com slash Oh Hi Justin also gets you access to the higher tiers on Discord. Uh, if you wanted to join the uh, and Friends Mayhap, we do almost every Friday night at 730. It's a live show that we do on the Discord. Uh, you get access to that via patreon.com slash show hi justin also if you didn't want to pay me a dollar understandable but you still wanted to come play join the discord it's a lot of fun we do let's playlist every monday night uh there's a jackbox night and a lot more stuff to come um it's legion of stupid you can search it uh if you're not up to that just ask me for the link and i'll shoot it to you we're a podcast i'm sure you know that wherever you're listening to this hit subscribe I'd love for you to do that. Uh, share, rate, comment. All those things are great. But to me, the best way uh, to get the word out is tell somebody that you enjoy the show. Hey, I like Deprogrammed. You should too. Listen to it. Yay. Uh, and also, um, if you're listening to this and think we got it all wrong, hey, you're wrong. How dare you? But uh, come play. Seriously, come play. Come be on the show and uh, it's simple. Tell me what band you want to talk about at the Hulkster on Twitter, and uh, or if you join the Discord, just let me know that you want to you want in, and uh, we'll get you in here and we'll talk about your band. I promise. If we haven't talked about them already, it will happen. 
So we'll do a championship edition if we've talked about them already. If they have enough uh, albums. Also, something I'm I'm working on is um is called uh, list contested, which we'll talk about more at a later point. But um, just you know, there's there's ways for you to get involved, and I'd love to have you involved. I want to talk about your bands. I want to talk about everybody's bands, even if I don't necessarily like them at first. I'm working on it, <laughs> so let's work on it together. That being said, the mighty mighty boss bone. Wow, I swear I can talk. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.